You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh-oh. Picked up by That's- the Cardinals. This is Byron Murphy to the end zone for game. the touchdown and the win. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. The uh, play there that ended the Cardinal Raider game yesterday, which was absolutely insane. Renfro fighting for extra yards, fumbles the ball away. Cardinals take it, run the other way in overtime. And uh, and you had yourself an upset. There there were a lot of games yesterday that if you were on the money line at any point during the game, I mean you you are just feeling great today. I mean the Jets at one point late in that game were sixty to one on the money line, sixty to one in an NFL game. It's insane. There's a place that there's a place that had them one hundred twenty five to one. <sighs> yeah, when you see that, you think yeah, what? Well, there's no way it's going to happen. It made perfect sense. Two minutes left. They're uh, in the red zone, and Nick Chubb wanted to score a touchdown. But, yeah. Was that Greg Gumbel? That was Greg Gumbel, who hates talk radio, sports talk radio, by the way. Well, I mean, that's why I asked. It was the first thing that he said. It's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. Yeah. The guy that was hired for the WFAN launch, who's terrible at his job. Anyway. The guy who failed at it thinks the format's (laughs) terrible. Failed miserably. Failed miserably at it because, yes. So then he quit the format, but whatever. Anyways. Come on, Greg. He he, uh, he did that interview with George Offman, who I worked with for a very long time. But, yeah, it was it's a very strange thing. Very strange. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're – you don't even have to be that risky as far as just firing on long shots, like 30 to 1 and 50 to 1. And these ridiculous outcomes that we saw yesterday. And, and some uh, got all the way there, like Miami, like the Jets, like the Cardinals. And then others were close. I wonder what the, the best number that you could get on the Bengals yesterday was. I think most people thought once they ended up tying that game, the two-point conversion, that that one was going to go the other way. But it didn't. The Atlanta number had to be ridiculous. and Sure. It was 28 to 3 at one point. By the way, I you guys agree that we can stop uh worrying about Stafford being healthy. He looks healthy to me. I don't know what you guys think, right? Yeah, I I do think at some point maybe his elbow goes, right? It just maybe he it, okay. he, he hurts it. But for now, week to week, I think he's okay. And like you mentioned last week he wasn't even on the injury report. I'm not worried about it like when I look at the spread for this week. You know, we'll, we'll dive more yeah. in week three here. They're, they're four-point favorites at the Cardinals this week, Rams at Cardinals. I'm not like, – that's not part of my handicap, Stafford's elbow, in this game. Maybe it becomes it later mm-hmm. in the season. But, yeah, he looked fine yesterday. Yeah, he looked good. Is All right, there... what games for week three have we not hit on yet? Was we we kind of gave our first okay. thoughts on some of these games. We could, I mean, we could start Rams-Cardinals. That's, that's an interesting game. Right? Neither of these teams look – Great. I mean, the Cardinals look like they're about to spiral out, spiral to zero and two, and they have a miracle comeback. And the Rams, 
What, what do we make of the Rams? I mean, yesterday for fifth, for 40 minutes or so, kind of followed the script of, all right, really good team, Super Bowl champion, embarrassed week one, extra rest, and they take apart a bad team all as well. And then you walk away from that game and you're like, what I just watch? The Rams slop, sloppy again? Like, I, I don't know what to make of that fourth quarter because it threw the script off. I was thinking which team has more of a Super Bowl hangover, you know? I mean, the, the Rams kind of seem that way, but so does so do the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do with this matchup. Divisional matchup, anytime you're getting more than a field goal at home, you might want to consider that, but they looked so bad early. Okay, so week one, the Cardinals, it was it was a mess, and it's part of the reason that people were just completely out on that team. That's why the number moved to field goal against them in this Raiders matchup. And did we learn anything yesterday? So what, like six straight straight quarters, they looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then they made their way back. And there were some miraculous plays by Kyler. That two-point conversion when the the in-the-pocket clock hit over 20 seconds, it was crazy. But also that kind of scares me from backing them that's what they plays like that that's what they need to happen to be competitive so far this season so i don't know if that's that's a team i want to bet now when they're getting a lot of points sure let's have that conversation and and if it's going to be higher than four okay i i don't hate it at home in a divisional matchup and if i'm going to bet the cardinals i'm only going to do it early in the season I'm not going to do it later on in the season. But it it does worry me that you need Superman running the offense for them to hang around. So if at the end of the third quarter, both these games, isn't this line six? Yes. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of where I'm thinking, like, this might be a Ram spot. Now, we're in that dead area, obviously, divisional match, but everything you talked about, I'm like – um, I would lean towards the Rams on this, thinking it should be closer to six. But I mean, if it gets, to, and then it's kind of like the Raiders matchup last week, right? Because it was kind of at the same number and then shot up, and then everyone was on the Cardinals. And it's just weird how the Raiders were the right side for a while and it ended up being the Cardinals. So I don't know. I think I like the overall, I know they've been up and down, but overall general consistency with the Rams. I, I just think, like you guys have said, the Cardinals have to catch lightning in a bottle to compete and can they yeah just give me the consistency with the team and i think the rams i I would lean towards i i will be playing the rams at this number i think there are a couple of games that we have not touched on where the current underdog will close as the favorite well let me see if i can guess one because i have one circled okay Mm -hmm. i mean i might take it now how do i not take the 49ers getting a point in denver I have the better coach in Kyle Shanahan. And the defense for the 49ers with D'Amico Ryan, they've allowed 13 points per game. I know they've played Geno Smith and Justin Fields. And Russell Wilson's Mm -hmm. clearly way, way, way better. But the Broncos are favored over the 49ers. I like the 49ers in this game. Is that one of your games? It's one of them. You guys know that when I look look at look-ahead lines, I rarely – I'm going on the side of the direction of the move, right? I was shocked to see that last week it was Denver minus three. 
the San Francisco 49ers are going to be favored in this game. What they was it, two be. and a half last night? What is it, two and a half last night, Paul? Right? It's two, two and a half, I think. Yeah, it was two and a half last night. That's where I grabbed it was two and a half. Yeah. Very good. Good job. Um, yeah. yeah. They're... Do you worry about early in the season at Denver? I mean, it didn't really seem to impact Houston. How bad was Davis Mills yesterday? And that was yeah. not about the Broncos' defense. That was just about Davis Mills. He stinks on the road. That's part of it. He's probably... He's one of the worst starting quarterbacks. I don't think there's any question about that one. But, yeah, now you bring some stability there. You have Jimmy G, and he has a week to prepare going against a team where mm-hmm. n- now, now Russ and this Hackett offense is going against one of the top defenses in the NFL too. Something else that needs to be considered. So, yeah, San Francisco. Is that the easiest play on the board for week three early on a Monday? It's just Florida. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they, I mean, it's almost like it's still like Lance is starting. Like this is the price with Lance starting, or this is the number with Lance starting kind of seems like. Everybody's going to uh, be on the Niners. Yeah. I mean, you can find a minus 104 or Niners money line right now. Maybe you can find even better. They're also going to be a T yeah, spot if you do an early week teaser. I mean, you can move them up to seven right now. It's hard yeah, for me you to imagine to the Broncos. Yeah, right now. Right do now. it now. I mean, yeah, I mean, last night you could have gotten to eight and a half with the line Paul got, the two and a half. All right, let's try to guess the other games Joe's talking about here. Teams that are favored might not end up being favored. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I, I don't I know if the number – I don't know if people are going to really invest it to move this number, but it's just – it's striking to me that the Chicago Bears are two and a half point favorites in a football game against the against the Texans. It's just like – That's I, not – I know Texans – It's not one – Okay. Yeah, that's Falcon not one. Seahawks. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Am I off my Still rocker on not. that one? No, I, I bet that yeah, last no. night plus two also. And the money. But I'm line. just saying, but just saying it out loud kind of sounds strange. Atlanta Falcons going across the country. I assume maybe they're going to stay out there. They should stay out there. I'm curious to to check on that. But uh, Atlanta Falcons are road favorites against the Seahawks. Sounds kind of strange but based on how the two teams have looked yeah i'm all about fading the seahawks we've we've got to take the week one sample and kind of put it in its own box that was a whole whole different thing that was going on on the first monday night of the season mm-hmm. well Falcons yeah and arthur smith the ball yep he they can and arthur smith could definitely play up like we were this close to beating two good teams Mm-hmm. We're better than this team, like they're and they are. They they have a better roster than the Seahawks. All right, the third one then. I'm thinking, looking at the short spreads here. I mean, there's if it's not the Texans and the oh, Raiders Titans. Is that um, it? Titans are getting a point well, right now. No, I pointed out two, and oh, it was two. it was Atlanta San Francisco. Okay, so two. I think you said three. Uh, Raiders Titans. What is that current number? I'm seeing Titans Raiders plus favorite. the one at home. Mm-hmm. Raiders road favorites. Against Tennessee. So if the Titans hang around, that's probably, yeah, you're right. I, isn't that predicated on tonight's results? Sure. But I still like the Titans. Raiders are 0 2. Yeah. Titans, I think the Titans want, Astros will win that game. I just want nothing to do with that game at all. Like, I I think they're too. The Raiders are hard to bat. Raiders yeah, are yeah. hard to bat. 
They're hard to get a gauge on. One more I looked can at. We go back to that, next... Can we go back to go that ahead. Bears one? Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I know. By the way, that number's come down a little bit, two and a half. It was three. <laughs> so after watching the Bears on Sunday Night Football, they decided to move the number down a little bit, I guess. Um, I've been joking about the lovey spot for for all, all summer, about this week three and this Houston survivor, all that stuff. He has come back to Chicago in the past when he was with the Bucks. Completely different team. The Bears were a much better team when they beat him there. Um, I, I'm not really going to bet the Texans. Plus, let, Texans getting less than a field goal on the road. I know it's at the Bears, but I'm not, I'm not interested in doing that. Does anybody have a read on this game? It's bad versus bad. Isn't well, it? the one thing, plus two, you could tease the Texans up if you want to tease your spot. Plus eight and a half in a, in a total of 38 and a half right now. Are oh. the Bears winning by double digits? I think the Bears have a better it. coach. And I think we've seen, Agreed. like, I think the Bears as a dog is something I'm interested, not last night, against most yeah. teams. The Bears as a dog is definitely worth a look. As a favorite, it's a lot harder to pull the trigger. But inside a field goal, I think I could actually be convinced to back the Bears, the better coach, some talent-ish, you know, a, a more dynamic team has quarterback, a better quarterback to make a play. Yeah. More dynamic. The Texans, the Texans dynamic. have the better quarterback. I, I don't know about that. And I and I like it. I think Davis Mills is a lot better than people give him credit for. Look at his road splits. He's awful. Awful. And once once the the Broncos took that lead yesterday, if you're in Survivor Pool, I don't know about most people, but I felt very comfortable. I said, okay, it's it's easy because they couldn't do anything. They they were right, right. three and out, three and out, three and out every single time. Yeah, I mean, neither team has a good quarterback. If we're just yeah, I mean that's the reality of it. Right, we're, this is these yeah. are bottom ten quarterbacks in the NFL, probably bottom ten coaches in the NFL, bottom ten teams in the NFL. It's not good, Bronco. Broncos had the ball right before the half and um, it was, they were in the red zone and the Texans had all three timeouts. It was like third down. Like Lovey had the option to use one of his timeouts to give his team um, like a minute and a half to go score before the half. Just completely passed on it. Didn't, didn't hmm. use his timeouts. Just let the clock run all the way down. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Isn't the object to score? Just that, that, Lombardi always talks about that middle eight, and it's true about sure. scoring before the half. And and if you get the ball at after uh, to start the second half, just how you can have such a big advantage there, and uh, it's just so strange to me. How do we feel yeah. about the um, Eagles um, and Commanders minus Eagles four point favorites? I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> I mean, the Lions just three. beat them by nine. Yeah. You know, I know he's going to mess it up for you many times. What does ones have? Seven touchdowns in two games? Seven touchdowns, four turnovers? Yeah. I'm saying they're going to put up points. Yeah. It makes me think of the week one Eagles-Lions game. I could see the Eagles up and the commanders coming back. Uh, also an over. Eagles on a short week. How, we'll see how their defense plays tonight. How do how do you think he responds? I mean, it's it's, the, it's we're gonna hear Wentz revenge game all week. 
Of course. I mean, he's going to fold. Is he going to melt? Gonna yeah, he's going <laughs> to melt. Joe Ojo, Jaron Hawks, we'll hit some college and Becky Wall Court next on the Becky Wall Network.